Welcome to another episode of Sleep Deprived Storytime. I'm Matthew Carlock, and today I'm going to go over another recent event or behavior my kid has done and the stumbling epiphany it's led me to as a parent. I also share what it's like getting a toddler to sleep as I play a recording of one of our bedtime stories that I routinely fall asleep in the middle of telling due to exhaustion. Welcome back to another episode of Sleep Deprived Storytime. I want to talk about potty training. Or not necessarily potty training and stuff. How about the adventures of potty training? Because today, you guys, I earned a Batman for going potty. That's right. My toddler, my lovely, lovely son, gave me his dear old dad, a tiny little Batman figure as a reward for going potty. Because that's what we do. We give rewards for going potty. And it is entertaining, to say the least, uh, that we've made it to this point. And I'm glad that we're there, um, because the road to this point has been Uh, fraught with ups and downs and tears on from everyone everyone in tears uh me mother him child care workers i expect i don't know um i think he's a little late but not too late i mean he's three um so what he wasn't like crazy late or anything, but I've mentioned this before. He's smart. He's too smart. He's too smart for his own good. And we first recognized this when we were trying to get him to walk. He never wanted to make an accident. He didn't want to make a mistake. I've also mentioned this in a a couple of other, you know, episodes of the weird epiphany that like, he doesn't like making mistakes. He doesn't like when he's doing something and it doesn't go the first time. So when he was learning to walk, it was, there were no tentative steps. There was no kind of a step fall on your butt, get back up again, kind of a step fall on your butt, get back up. No, no, no. It was, I'm not doing it until I know I can do it. There was some standing, there was some pulling up, crawling everywhere, sitting on a little car and pushing himself around, but walking came all at once. And I mean that, I mean that, all at once. And I guess, well, we did. Uh, I was going to say, I guess we should have thought about that when it came to potty training, and we kind of did. We talked amongst ourselves about how he's just going to one day do it. We just didn't know when that was going to happen. Well, it happened on winter break. Woo! I mean, it was a good time for it. Uh, the only, you know, drawback being he associates it with prizes. Now, um, the first couple of times, he was terrified. I mean, like, it going poop on the potty was absolutely terrifying for him. We don't know why. 
we've done nothing but be supportive and cheer and, and talk about it in positive ways. He wasn't like afraid of the party. Uh, we had a couple of different like trainer seats and stuff that he put on the bigger potty for him and he like wore those around his head or as hats or you know would use them as part of his like other toys and we'd have to be like no 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 this is a tool not a toy you don't put this on your head and now I gotta Lysol everything um it he also understood the importance of the potty being clean I guess because on a couple of the occasions in which he would wake up before us and decide not to cry out and decide to go exploring, we would find him in the bathroom with the little cleaning stick, like cleaning the heck out of the toilet and then, you know, everything else around it, like the cabinet and the bathtub and the floor. Yeah, those are fun days. Uh, fun, deep cleaning days, I should say. Um... There we go. Um, so we, we know he wasn't afraid of the potty itself. He was just afraid of doing the act. And you know what? It's there. It happened. And it's happening regularly. And he hasn't had an accident, knock on wood, in a couple of days. Uh, or like, no, geez, a couple of weeks. He's still wearing um, some nighttime diapers. Um, but he's those have been kept dry too it's great i'm we are so happy and surprised hope i mean we'll see what happens there's always usually a small regression right um we started with the with the like sticker sheets for you know just peeing on the potty and then we like when he was doing that all the time we we started with the sticker sheets um, for going pee, and then we changed it up to, um, you know, goal sheets for pooping in the potty, and it, it did not take long. It was like one, like first time he did it, we gave him like a little Hot Wheels card, and the second, third time he did it, we had to put two stickers on the sheet and got a Hot Wheels card, and then. I try to get him to do five, but it, now he, now every single time it's like, and I get a prize, and so now we're just bringing out toys that he hasn't seen in a while. And I was like, no, you're not getting a prize, but how about you know you can play with the super annoying trumpet that his aunt gave him. Thanks, Aunt Emmy. Um, you can play with that, you know, and I. We'll try not to take it away for the next 24 hours, um, kind of thing. And that, that seems to be, you know, sating his need for outside, um, you know, reinforcement. Either way, it's, it's been a trip. It's been a year. Uh, it's been a year. Feels like a year. It's, it's only been a, we've only been trying this for, Okay, uh, potty training has been a while. Never mind. I take that back. It's been a while. And the fact that, you know, of course, if I can borrow from Scrubs, he believes going to the bathroom is now a team sport, which means he 
like our dogs, has to like be there for us while we are also going to the bathroom. And so giving me the little Batman was, you know, a way of him showing he understands and gets it. And I think that was just the greatest thing ever. The bee's knees, the cat's pajamas, all of it. So there you go. All right. Got another story coming up for you guys. And until next time, get some sleep. You want another Christmas story? No. What do you want? Can I do a little story about reindeer? No, I want to tell a story about a family of sea monsters. A family of sea monsters. Alright, I like this one. Okay. A baby. We have to do <laughs> a baby sea monster and a dad sea monster and a mama sea monster. A baby sea monster. And, and, and you also have to do a Malcolm sea monster. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm a Malcolm sea monster. Yes, you are. Alright. A Malcolm sea monster. So there's a baby sea monster, a Malcolm sea monster, a mama sea monster, and a daddy sea monster. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Down in the deep blue sea was a family of sea monsters. One of the things you could always find the sea monsters doing was playing a game to see who could jump out of the water the highest. Malcolm sea monster was especially good at it. Mama Sea Monster could do the most beautiful dives in and out of the water. Dada Sea Monster could jump up so high, and when he landed, he would make a terrific splash. And Baby Sea Monster would just get out of the water and do a tiny little bloop. The family loved to skim the surface of the water while they were flying through it like it was nothing. They had long tails and tentacles and gills and long necks and pointy heads that were very aerodynamic. One day, Malcolm Sea Monster was out practicing his jumps and his flips when he saw a ship that was lying on its side and a bunch of people were sitting on top of it. Well, this was the strangest sight that little Malcolm Sea Monster had ever seen. He swam over there and poked his head out of the water just barely to see what happened. He overheard the people talking. Apparently, a big wave had come over and just knocked their boat over. Some sometimes that happened. <sighs> And so, Malcolm Sea Monster was a little too small to really help them. So, he went down to the sea and asked his mama and dad a sea monster if they could help out the poor stranded pirates. 
They all swam up to the boat together. But Dad, a sea monster, held everyone back and said, No, let's just wait a second. Humans get scared of us. And we don't want them to be scared. Because if they jump in the water, they might cause some sharks. Pop the sea monster knew that there was some shark, hungry, hungry sharks swimming around the area. Now, normally, they just let the sharks be because sharks gotta eat. But they're going to try to help the humans. So they had to figure out how to help the humans without scaring them. And then baby sea monster made a silly little sound. Of course, baby sea monster was incredibly cute. So, they looked at Baby Sea Monster and said, Baby Sea Monster, would you like to go make some friends? And the Baby Sea Monster said, Yes. And floated up to the surface. And then poked their head out and said, Hello! And all the people on board looked down and were astonished to see the little Baby Sea Monster. And Baby Sea Monster said, I see that you are stuck. Can we help you? And the sailors didn't know what to say. They've never been spoken to by sea monsters before, but this was a tiny sea monster and rather cute. So, he said, well, I don't know if you can help us. Uh, a big wave pushed our boat over and we don't know how to get it back. So, baby sea monster said, oh, that's okay. I can help you. Or, my family can help you. And they said, oh, are there more like you? Baby sea monster said, a few. So the humans got together in a huddle and talked it out. And one poked his head out and said, well, if there's a few more of you, then, and you think you can help us, then sure. So baby sea monster said, okay, but just be warned and don't be scared. They may look kind of freaky to you, but they're just my family. The baby seawater ducked his head underwater, signals for his family to come up, and then first there was Malcolm Sea Monster, then Mama Sea Monster, and then the big Dada Sea Monster poked his head out. And the sailors were a little scared at first, but the baby sea monster said, no, 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 don't be scared, remember, this is my family. So, Dada Sea Monster looked down at them and said, Baby sea monster is right. We're not going to harm you, but we do want to help you. I can push the boat over, but if you get in the water, there are some hungry sharks that would like to eat you. You need to jump on Mama Sea Monster's back and Malcolm Sea Monster. One of you guys can jump on Malcolm Sea Monster's back. And they'll keep you out of the water from the sharks while I tip the boat over. So they all said, they all huddled together again, talked about it. And they, at first, turned around and said they would like to maybe take their chances and jump in the water. And just as they were about to jump in, five shark fins appeared and started circling the boat, nudging it, trying to get them to fall in the water. The mama sea monster moved close and said, they won't bother me. So two sailors decided to jump on her back. And one decides to jump on Baby Malcolm's back. And the two started swimming. And Dada Sea Monster started 
pushing the boat over. It turned out to be a little bit harder than he thought. And at first, the sharks did leave the sea monster family alone. But then when they noticed that there was people on their backs, they began bumping into the mama and Malcolm Sea Monster. Malcolm Sea Monster said, hey, leave us alone. And the sharks said, that's some food there. We want some of that food. And they said, no, they're not food. They're people. Go away, sea monsters. They said, no, give us some food. We're hungry. Sharks, chomp, chomp. So Mama Sea Monster and Malcolm Sea Monster had to swim very fast. And they led the sharks all over the place while the humans clung to their backs. And Mama Sea Monster and Malcolm Sea Monster couldn't dive underwater because of the humans, so they had to stay on the surface. Too bad because they were really fast underwater. But the sharks had them outmaneuvered. Mama Sea Monster called to Dad the Sea Monster, Any time now, sweetie, you gotta get that boat up. Dad the Sea Monster said, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. Finally, with a big push, the boat righted itself up in a big splash. Mama Sea Monster turned to the sailors on her back and said, Okay, hold your breath. And they held their breath and held onto her back. She dove down, then jumped out of the water and did a beautiful spin in the midair, dropping the sailors right on the boat as she dived on the other side. Malcolm Sea Monster jumped up, did a backflip, dropping the sailor to the boat and spinning with a huge cannonball splash right into the water. And the sharks were upset but couldn't blame the family. Let's go look for something else to eat, you guys. And they swam off. The sailors, wet but alive, thanked the sea monster family so much. They dried out their sails, fixed the rigging, and opened it up and were on their way once again. They waved off to say thank you. They asked the sea monsters if there was anything they could do for them. Baby sea monster said that he would really like a sailor's shirt. So they cut down some material and made a shirt for the little baby sea monster. And Malcolm sea monster said that he would love some fish. So they went into their stores and threw him all the fish that they had as a thank you. Mama Sea Monster said that she had seen uh, a human on a boat once that had a nice hat. Luckily, those sailors had a storage full of hats and gave her the prettiest and biggest one they could find. Dada Sea Monster said that he would like a uh, a small... Hmm. What would Dad see monster like? Hmm. likes to gold and food. A shirt and a hat. What could a big sailing ship give him? Maybe some... I know. He thought that it would be really nice if he had one of those spy glasses he's seen humans use before. So they went and fetched him a spy glass so he could see ships from far away and be of more help to them. So after the sea monsters got their gifts and waved the humans away, the humans set sail once more. 
to remember how lucky they were to run into the sea monster family who liked to do flips out of the water and help save them from the hungry sharks. The Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, leave a rating, yada, yada, yada. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at M. that's K-C-O-L-R-A-C-M, or on Twitter at Colrac, K-C-O-L-R-A-C. Thanks. See you next time.